they're just like on their toes they're like you gotta practice like this and I'm like no 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 what if I fall over and die so welcome back or hello if you are a new viewer to this podcast uh, my name's Tom and I'm the creator of Knit Sips on Instagram YouTube and TikTok for this conversation I talked to the lovely Phoebe Phoebe is someone who I've wanted to talk to back when I started the podcast in 2020 before we get into the conversation a little bit more I would just like to have this opportunity to say please like subscribe follow and all that cool stuff uh, to this podcast uh, the numbers really help and uh, if you can also share it as well uh, the idea of the podcast is to try and help people with their mental health and I think uh, crafting is a really good way of doing so. So This episode is sponsored by One of the Gang. Obsessed with crafts, inspired by fashion and powered by makers. Selling DIY kits, premium sustainable yarn. Whether you're a novice knitter or a maverick maker, One of the Gang have got a project for you. Head on over to oneofthegang.com for more information and stick around to the end of the episode to get 20% discount. Thank you very much, One of the Gang, for sponsoring and back to the episode. Uh, so in this conversation, Phoebe and I talk a bit about how she got into knitting, her first project with One of the Gang, and also what yarn she would be from One of the Gang. I'll be back at the end of the conversation with a little bit more chat, uh, but for now, uh, we'll sip into the conversation, getting to know Phoebe. <laughs> I am from Melbourne in Australia. Um, I'm a knitter. Uh, I was gonna say crocheter. I am not. I can I can crochet if I go back on YouTube once in a while, and I'm like, how do you single crochet? Um, and sometimes YouTuber. And I am also an actor. That's awesome. So uh, yeah, because yeah. I read in your like bio that you do like a bit of acting and stuff. Is that, so did you do that yes. at like college or university or anything? No, so I studied film and TV when I went to um, TAFE. It, it, it's called TAFE, yeah, I don't know if there's, it's a thing everywhere else. But um, it's basically like tertiary education, it's just furthering education. So okay. um, it was just a lot better because it's a more hands-on um, than uni. If you mm -hmm. go to uni, you get a lot of theory and all that stuff, but I wanted to be more hands-on, obviously, with film and TV. Mm -hmm. um, so is it more like an, like an internship kind of thing? So do you work directly with people in TV no, and film or? No, so it's, um, it's just, all right, it's just like a cheaper uni. Like I it's just. Like our college, we did a, like I did a BTEC in music technology. So I think it's probably mm. just a little bit more focused maybe. Is that? Yes. So it's more I think, focused on. I think on, it might be that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not like you have, you need electives and this and that or anything. You just have, that's the course and mm -hmm. this is like what you do. Um, so I studied film and TV for, a good two, three years. It's so long ago now, <laughs> but I yeah I did that and it was it was great. I did learn a lot, um, but I I think for me it was like I always wanted to be part of the film and TV industry. Like for me when I was growing up, I always watched movies, I watched TV, I watched all that stuff, and I was like you know I want to work in film and TV no matter what capacity. But I think it was because I there was just no representation, especially in Australia, no representation of like Asian actors. That's that's the reason why I didn't really pursue acting. I think I did I did want to do it. I was like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, like I want to try it, but it, it never really like happened because I'm just like, well, I can't really be an actor, you know? Like I was like, yeah, I, I won't do it. I'll just like work behind the scenes or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I studied that and very hard to get a job in that industry, uh, like most industries. And then I, um, what did I do? I just 
really worked whatever jobs I could really. Um, and then I started acting in about 2014. I started taking classes. I didn't really go uni, I just took like a lot of short courses, classes, and I've been pursuing that for a while now. That's awesome. I guess yeah. that kind of industry, they put, uh, they want more experience rather than like a qualification. So Yeah, it's, it's all who you know and it's all networking. It's just, yeah, it's all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, I can imagine I that's find kind that of with frustrating. most industries, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, my my partner works kind of like in the arts industry and with museums mm. and stuff, and that is a lot of kind of who you know. Um, yeah. But I mean, I've I've been working in food for like uh, a long time. I don't want to say how long. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I think uh, uh, I've kind of grown up as kind of like that's a career there's a lot of people that think of it as like just a like a part-time job but I think yeah uh, I've I've been quite lucky that I've been working in it for so long and I've built up experience and mm. um uh if we like we've we've looked at potentially moving a couple times and I've never really had a problem with trying to find work because of my experience yeah. so uh yeah. but I mean it's cool that you've been so have you done any like like big acting jobs or are they kind of like independent things or uh so short films and stuff mostly like whatever you can find a lot of like student films um you really have to vet those because some can get a bit dodgy um but um yeah no I like I have an agent she finds me really great auditions and I audition for some things like um this year I did some really great auditions like it's, it's gonna be a very active thing to say but I can't say like who for but they were like big for me I was like oh my god like they want me to audition that's crazy um and um yeah I, I booked a commercial earlier this year as well um which was really fun to do but yeah no it's it's I don't know I I, I you know I, I thought like obviously I went from like film and tv which I'm like oh yeah it'll be like quite um it, it's a hard industry to get into I'm like, oh yeah, acting will be like easier. It's not easier. <laughs> it's like worse. No. Acting is like much harder to get into than just like behind the scenes. But um, yeah. It, yeah. But do you yeah. think? Do you think you would want to do more than just acting? Would you? Would you want to look into like directing and stuff like that? Or are you quite happy being in front of the camera and like acting? Um, I'm honestly no. If I was on. At the moment, like, I really want to just act. I kind of like just, like, doing my thing and then leaving. <laughs> and then, you know, and then it's all in the hands of everyone else, just, like, edit, direct, blah, blah, blah. Um, at this stage, no. If I... I kind of, like, direct my... I guess if anyone's watched my YouTube videos, I kind of do sometimes, you know, direct my own little skits. And that's, yeah. like, so stressful. I'm like, oh, I can't... And then I have to be in them, and I'm like, oh, how does anyone, like, do this at a bigger scale? I'm like, I can't even do it at, like, a no scale. Like, how does anyone do it at, like... <laughs> you know, when they're directing something, but they also star in it? And I'm like, how are you doing this? Yeah. But I guess uh, yeah. that's some people who are very, like, controlling, and they just... They want to have yeah. control over everything. But that's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool that you've been able to find a couple of people that you've been able to maybe not the mainstream might know but that you're that you wanted to be in like it's pretty cool yeah it is it's really really cool and it's do you fun have, as well do you have a show or like some project that you would like that's that's the dream to like get to or um 
yeah, anything on Netflix. Yeah. I think Netflix have a weird, like, I love, like, um, I don't know if you watch it, like, The Umbrella Academy. It's a yeah. show, um, yeah, it's a bit quirky, it's a bit weird, it's, I don't know, I kind of like that. I really vibe with that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, anything in Marvel, like anyone else, any other actor <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I feel like at some point every actor is gonna like be in marvel because there's so yeah, much pretty of much. It. so i think anyone who is in acting will probably have even if it's just like a side bit character or something yeah, <laughs> yeah. just a walking a featured extra that walks yeah. by <laughs> and i think i think bigger movies like that and stuff like that with the new directors and stuff like like taika that's coming mm. on i think they are trying to like not just get like the american or the english actor they are trying to like push and have a bit more representation of people yeah so i think yeah. i think that's really cool i think the like the industry is i don't know from an outsider it seems like they're growing and they're like trying to be a bit more inclusive yeah definitely it's it's changed a lot you know there's been so many like movements yeah in the last couple of years um so it's definitely like there and i think it definitely is on the minds of a lot of studios as well. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I, I, I think it's, like, moving forward in the right direction. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, cool. Let's kind of move on to your knitting. So when, when did you start knitting? So I started knitting when I was about 13. And um, I remember I found, like, a pair of knitting needles. There were 375 millimeter knitting needles in, like, my mum's stuff. And I took it to school and I was like, because this is going to show my age, but back then there was no YouTube, right? Um, and you had to sort of go through like knitting books, but my school didn't have knitting books. But I mentioned it to a friend and she's like, oh, I know um, how to knit, just bring your stuff. All right, cool. So I'm like at school with my knitting stuff. I'm like 13 years old. And I remember just all the kids, like I was walking around with my yarn and my stuff and they're just like, what are you, a grandma? And I'm like, oh God, <laughs> oh God. But I wanted to learn. Um, and yeah, we were just like in the corner of this like library. I was trying to be real discreet. Like no one look at me while I try and learn how to do this. Um, yeah, she taught me a lot actually. Like she was really, really good. And I still use those same techniques today as well. Um, but yeah, so when I was 13 and then I really just did it on and off. I did it every winter. Mm -hmm. So every time it like came to winter, I'd be like, oh, it's time to knit. I, like I got to knit something because yeah. for me, knitting was like a winter thing. Yeah. Yeah. That makes and sense. Then, yeah. But on and off for like years up until now. And, um, and then I, just like everyone else during the pandemic, I just started picking it up a lot more. Yeah. Um, so on social media, I'm like, you know, I'll just like, I'll make this and I'll knit this and, and then it just sort of kept snowballing from there. And I, now I just knit all the time. <laughs> that's really cool. Nice. Yeah. So that's, so like you just had a friend that was able to teach you. Did you, did your mum try and teach you or anything as well or? No, I, I actually don't think she knew how. I think there were like maybe you just had a pair of random needles. Yeah. Oh, okay. They were maybe my grandma's or my aunties and she had them. She was yeah. just like. I don't know. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Great, thanks. <laughs> That's cool. That's good that yeah. you were able to find someone. Because I think, like, I, I mean, I kind of learned, like, only, like, maybe five, six years ago. And I, I learned from mm. YouTube because um, yeah. it was just easier to do. Um, YouTube is amazing, an amazing resource to learn yeah. anything. Like, mm -hmm. I'm trying to learn to roller skate as well. And 
I like YouTube and they're just like do this and do that and I'm like oh okay yeah we we kind of looked into like roller skating and stuff but we we just haven't I, no. I don't know I think I'm getting you too tried old it? I, I mean I used to like rollerblades a long time mm. ago and I really want to go ice skating again because it's the same kind mm. of feel but um I I think I'm, I feel like I'm getting too old and I, I feel like if I fall over I'm gonna hurt myself so I'm like that's a bit nervous about doing it I but, feel like that too that's why I don't go out a lot I'm like I watch a YouTube video and they're just like on their toes they're like you gotta practice like this and I'm like no 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 what if I fall <laughs> over and die I'm gonna yeah. die because I've never broken a bone and I'm like I'm not going to break a bone roller skating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to break bones when you're later on in life as well because it's harder for your yeah, body to like exactly. do it. But uh, I mean, that's that's pretty fun. Like, is that like another yeah. hobby that you get to like that you've done or? Yes, but it's winter here now, so I haven't really done it at all. I get pretty lazy. Um, I did put on my skates in the house <laughs> before and then <laughs> I'm like, this is the most dangerous thing. I could be doing right now <laughs> if I fall <laughs> over it's worse to fall over like in your house because there's so many objects that sharp could, like, things fall that you can on fall you. on yeah yes. so yeah. yeah uh so what was the kind of first thing that you made with one of the gang the first thing I made I think was like a hat or something or a to uh what's it called like a headband sort of thing like an oh, ear yeah, warmer yeah. ear warmer yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was yeah it was like a um i used the feeling good yarn and i made it was like a twisty thing mm -hmm. but um yeah that's what i remember i remember seeing their kits for the and i'm like this is amazing because you know like there's that whole thing like knitting's for old people like the girls at my school they were like you're a grandma and I'm like, no, 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 it's, it's cool, it's fine. Um, yeah, I think Chunky Knits have really made things seem n like a lot, like made knitting seem a lot cooler. Yeah, more yeah, accessible and I think yeah. it's different from like like the grandma kind of knits because like I know like mm. the old generation like tend to prefer using like thinner needles is probably why you found mm. like... 3.75 um and yeah. I, think now, I think nowadays when people like pick up a bag of yarn or like pick up some wool they'll go for like minimum like a 10 to like start yeah. off with to like because yeah. it's just chunkier I think for me like that that helped loads because you can see results like way quicker with like chunky mm. yarn and um exactly and I think that it's... can be quite satisfying yeah it's the general it's a generation thing as well like we want things like that, like done quickly, yeah. especially if you grew up obviously with the technology we have today. Mm -hmm. It's just like, yeah, I want to know like this quickly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was a bit like that. Oh my God, I'm like done. Now I can make another like hat and I can do this. And um, But I think once you get into the world of like knitting with all the resources out there, you start to learn so much more. There's so much more out there. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I'm not bagging the older generation at all, but when you go on forums online and stuff, mm -hmm. you go... Sometimes I'm trying to find techniques or something that I, no one knows or no one can figure out. And then I'll go on a forum and full of, like, much older, much smarter knitters than me, and they will know exactly what I'm talking about. They're like, oh, it's this, because they've been doing it for so many years. Mm -hmm. So they just know, and I'm like, yeah, 
yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. So I think we have like so much to learn from them as well. Yeah. Um, but I think that's yeah. the advantage of the internet is that like before mm. you would only have like maybe a couple of people telling you their techniques, but now you've got access to the internet and you can see like anyone can like post about how to do a certain stitch, which is like, yes. I mean, like, I feel like if you get a, like a stitch book from like maybe the seventies, it's going to have like, not even half the amount of stitch books like stitches that you could find in a book that's like out now because yes i think the resource is like there people can like share it a lot easier yeah it's it's just so much easier just to be like oh this is what it is and even like the because like video content is so much easier as well it's just mm -hmm. so much like oh okay i can just like i sometimes pictures are hard and you're like what are you doing there how are you turning that yeah, it just makes it easier. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes the photos look like they're trying, rather than holding it naturally, they're trying to show you a way mm. that's a little bit easier, but then that distorts what you're doing. So like you, you've got to just like weirdly yeah, position like, your like hands <laughs> to try and do it. So I think, yeah, video is a lot easier because you can see it happening, like the movements a lot more. So yeah, yeah I think video, like YouTube and stuff like that's like, I think majority, I think. Of people nowadays like that's how they learn especially during lockdown as well like mm. that was a really good way of learning yeah pretty much how do you work do you do you, are you like someone who likes to follow a kit or are you someone who likes to freestyle um i'm a bit of a freestyler because i discovered top-down knitting and a lot of kids knit in separate parts and you have to seam and a lot of kits have like um like maybe bottom up which i don't mm -hmm. love so i will always reverse engineer something and then like I'll, I'll i'll try and follow the pattern i'll be like okay these are the numbers i've just got to sort of work my way backwards a bit and yeah. i will yeah reverse engineer to make it top down so and then that's how i start customizing it as well it's like a little bit more work but for someone like me, I I still haven't learnt my lesson about like um, but like measuring myself. It's like oh, measure here and make sure it's and I'm like nah. I just rather try it on and then see from there. You know, like I I just don't trust my own measurements. Sometimes I'm like, is this right? I don't know, maybe. And then I'll do one sleeve longer than the other, or and I'm just like, ah. I just well, still haven't learnt my lesson about that. Yeah, I I get that completely. Like because generally speaking i'm kind of making for myself or like mm. for so i'm not on a time frame so if i do go wrong i feel like it's more of a learning curve it's not necessarily i'm going wrong so yeah. i'm if i'm like shaping something and i'm like ah, i don't like it then i have no problem kind of going back and i think yeah i think you i feel like you can learn more that way than just following a pattern but there's loads of people out yeah. there who just find it hard to freestyle and just learn the patterns, yeah. which I think that's fine. Like everyone's got their own technique, but yeah, exactly. No, that's exactly it. I, um, I've always just sort of done my own thing when I probably shouldn't have, but then that's probably how I got into making my own stuff. I'm like, well, this is how I'm going to do it. I may as well write it down and see how it goes. Do you, do you plan a project beforehand or do you just, are you someone who likes to make notes as they're like knitting? I do, so I'll be like, okay, I want, um, I want like a project to look like. I'll draw it out first on mm -hmm. my iPad, and then I'll sort of be like, this is going to be this stitch. It's going to have this, and I'm going to have this technique. I'm going to use these needles, whatever. I'll have all that in my head, and then I actually 
I'll do a gauge swatch and this is for like um, writing a pattern as well uh, I'll do a gauge swatch and then I'll sometimes I'll do up and then I'll just start knitting and then writing as I go mm -hmm. so I'll try and do that thing and it's a lot slower because I'm a, like I'm trying to write a full pattern as best as I can so that when I because again it's that thing of not like trusting myself I'll write something stupid and I'll be I'll go back and be like what what did I mean did I mean this like and so I'll try and write it as detailed as possible so it's a lot of just like putting it down and then being like and then you have to sort of get back in the zone and then um, do that again but um, yeah usually I'll have an idea of how I want it and then it could change as I'm working it up and I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, this is like crap. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is, this is not looking good. This is harder. And there'll be things that I missed. I'm like, oh, I didn't think of that. Uh, and then you have to sort of go back and like rethink how you want to work it. Yeah. So, I think that's yeah. way more discipline than I have. Like my, like, mm. I kind of like do the little thing of like doing a bit of a sketch and then rhyme things up a little bit at the beginning, like what needles I'm using, how much I'm casting on. And then I yeah. just kind of get into it and then forget to write anything yeah. until like <laughs> maybe I put something down or yeah. I kind of get to a complicated bit. And then, and then I feel like, Oh yeah, I should probably make notes about this, but my, yeah, <laughs> which is why like I've, I've had done people, that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like I've had people asking me for patterns of stuff that I've made and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of working on it. And I, would love to get some patterns out, but I just, mm. I'm too bad at it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is, it's because it's so easy just to get lost, like just to like, keep going. You're like, you know, I'm doing this and it's for myself. And in my head, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll just make a second one and I'll mm -hmm. follow something. I'll write it up and then I'll follow it. And then I don't because I've yeah. sort of memorized it and I'm like, oh, I hope this is what I've written down as well. <laughs> so it's all terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I launched a new website last month, actually, uh, FridayNeeds.com. Oh, yeah, it was really fun. I actually, I've always been into like website design, so um, I used Squarespace because uh, that's the ad I actually got earlier this year. Definitely Amazing. not like any um, correlation there. But um, yeah, I use Squarespace because their their templates are just really nice. Can I bring up Squarespace? Yeah, that's fine. I, I mean, sorry, hopefully, sorry, if we talk about them enough, I, I can get a sponsorship as well because I really like Squarespace. Like oh, I, true. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of working out whether I should get a like a website again because I, I have them every mm. now and again, but then... Yeah. I just don't know if for I your can knitting? afford it. <laughs> uh, yeah, for, for my food? knitting. Uh, yeah. There was links to food, uh, but mostly knitting. I do... I, I feel like if I had a website, I'd be more likely to like blog and post recipes and stuff like that, but... Yeah. That would be amazing. I love those recipes. I love looking for recipes and um, I like hearing, especially if they're like uh, from a different culture. Yeah. I like reading the stories and then being like, oh, that's why like you have that and then you have all the stuff there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I chose Squarespace because I like the templates. Um, I know a lot of people use Shopify, but... Um, yeah. It's yeah. not that's a new thing that's kind of, I don't know, it's being advertised a lot lately, but I've not, I've mm. not looked into it, but... No. Yeah. And also, the, I think the advantage of having your own website is that you can have your own web shop. And, like... Yes. There are certain companies which are... Oh, wait. Bad mouth. But, they're, they're, like, there was yeah. a big, like, company online that people were kind of, like, trying to avoid or uh, just because, like, they're kind of messing over, like, the small 
creators. What have you got on your website? It's um so it's just like a I've got an about me. So in case anyone wants to know more, I'm just like well, you can read about it. I wrote the weirdest thing. I have not read it since then. But I think <laughs> I think I wrote the weirdest thing on there. So if anyone you can get you guys can go have a read and um see what you think of it. Um and then I've just got like my shop. It's really really simple. Um really like nicely well i hope nicely laid out i wanted to have like the the brand identity that i'm sort mm -hmm. of going for yep. so um yeah that's it's just got my all my patterns on there and then it's just a lot more control because i can then start to um put put things there that i might not be able to put up on other platforms like if i do decide to go in another direction or if I start to design sell garments you know I can like use that as a marketing sort of little platform as well as just selling it on there mm -hmm. yeah yeah and you don't necessarily have to worry about the algorithms and stuff working mm. for or against you because uh, I yeah. definitely feel like some platforms the algorithms have changed and like yeah it's it's harder to get your stuff across but having a website probably helps quite a bit because then you can you you have that control and you if you, do you have a mailing list or anything like that or no so i've only got like a test knitters list so if people want to like test for me i've got that list um so it, when a new pattern comes out i always put it on instagram i don't really send an email out and say like mm -hmm. oh look at this i'm i'm really just so I'm so Ca terrible at it. I'm so terrible at that side of it. Um, I was going to say casual about it rather than like pushing it in people's yeah. faces. More casual yeah. about it rather than terrible. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's because that's how I like, like, I don't like pushy sales. Mm -hmm. So that's just how I like work then as well. It's like, I don't want to shove it in people's faces. I'm just sort of like, you can look here and you can look here at your own leisure and you can go here. And it's probably why I'll never sell at a market. Like that makes me so anxious to be there and be like, Oh, look at like, I could never do that. I would oh, really? sit there and yeah, I would just sit there like, Oh, if you want, if you want this, I guess it's fine. <laughs> you know, like I, I get yeah. that, but I, I love the interaction. Like, uh, I've, mm. I've actually got a market booked up in a, a couple of weeks from recording this, but, um, mm. I'm not able to get off the time off work. So my partner's going to be able to like run the sand for me. But like, I really like talking to people about the interactions yeah. and then, maybe getting a couple of custom orders and stuff. But um, I think it's like I work in hospitality. So like that customer mm. service, talking to people is a bit yeah. more natural, perhaps. Second nature. But, yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't I, have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm hoping, I mean, obviously knitwear kind of works better for like kind of winter and colder periods, but I'm mm. hoping... I can try and get myself to book some more markets, but yeah, yeah. No, like it's um definitely like when I, every time I go to a market, people are just lovely. Like it's so lovely. Mm. I think in my head I've got it like I I've got to like do something or I have to like really like push. But honestly, like in the end, when when I do go and I interact with like storeholders, it's just real. They're just like, oh yeah, just have a look at this and that. And I'm like, cool, yeah. Um. And I'll always avoid storeholders store that are pushy or that are like, are you going to buy this? Yeah. Is this what you want? You know, it, it just, I don't know. It's its the introvert anxiety <laughs> thing I got yeah. going on. I mean, I like, I quite like the interaction and like talking 
to people but and like but i'm never going to be like oh you should buy this uh but mm. i do yeah i do like interacting with people and it's i mean it is fun but it, and it's weird sometimes when there's like people that come up to you uh like the other day i was at work and i mean i've got a few like dog harnesses and stuff that i sell in the corner uh but there mm. was someone who came in i don't think they realized like i was the one who was selling the stuff and they're like i recognize oh. you from knit slips and i was like well that's a weird sensation that's kind of yeah like i mean it was nice because i got to chat to like someone who's like appreciate my work but um yeah. it was yeah it was kind of it's odd it's an odd sensation i don't know if i'll get used to people recognizing me <laughs> yeah it's it, it is yeah I can imagine that could be really weird, especially because you were there for something else as well. Mm, like, yeah. It, yeah. like and then you're if like, if I was in a, a market, <laughs> it would have been like, a, like I would have got my head around a bit more. But because I was at yeah. work and I was like getting some stuff set up, <laughs> just yeah. yeah, it kind of threw me off. But I mean, I, I yeah. guess if you're if you're going into acting, then I I would assume that you at some point you'll have to get used to people being like, uh, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, god, I was just I was thinking that I'm like I would be a terrible like celebrity if i ever became a celebrity i'd just be like what why wow how do you know me and I, I just wouldn't know i'd just be like oh great you know like it would be cool like i'm sure a lot of people would be fine but i think yeah it, the introvert in me would just be like god i wish i was home knitting like i have to go knit or i don't know something <laughs> something to that capacity yeah do you find knitting is like a nice kind of like relaxing thing for you at the end of the day or like it is yeah it is, but then it isn't because I put my own sort of pressures on myself to uh, design patterns and stuff. And I'm like, all right, mm -hmm. got to finish this knit and then I can write that pattern and then I can get that sent to my tech editor and then the tech editor is done. I can get it tested. And I can, like, that's what's going through my head. Yeah, I'm going on a trip soon. I'm going to London, actually. Amazing. Um, yeah. And I, I'm like, okay, I, I'm pretty sure I can get like three patterns out before then, right? I can get them in testing. Because yeah, if, yeah. if there's nothing happening, I feel anxious. I'm like, oh, nothing's... Like, I'm on holiday, that's great, but could I at least have one or two things in testing? So that's that feels like something's moving forward. I, I don't... Like, it's just... It's it's overthinking, and I need yeah. to, like, stop. <laughs> uh, are there any, like, kind of projects that you're working on uh, that are kind of more for you rather than uh, for, like, for, like, publishing? Yes. Uh, so I've actually got a beanie I've got, I'm working on at the moment. Just, it's like a simple one by one rib beanie. It's just really, really easy. It's just something I can pick up if I'm like, oh, okay, I'm done with this. I'm just going to like watch TV and knit this. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've also got another, uh, top that I found as well. Um, the pattern looked really cool. Oh my God, this will be easy. Then when I got the pattern, I'm like, oh, it's actually really hard, but I really want to finish it because I want to take it on holiday with me because yeah. um i'll be going when it's in london I'll, I'll be going in about september so i don't know if it's hot or cold or both or whatever but it'll yeah, be plan. i mean england is generally kind of mid it's not yeah like at the moment it's it's getting warm but it's i wouldn't mm. I mean, you'll probably think it's probably fairly chill <laughs> so yeah i'm like um, i do get cold really easily though so I might think it's I might yeah think if you're it's, uh, used cold. to like yeah if you're used to like hot weather then you're probably going to find it a bit cooler here but um as long as it's not 40 degrees or something like uh, we I don't love... really get 40 <laughs> okay thank god i love I, think... I love like warm but not mm. 40 degrees warm 
like come yeah australia we we are kind of we're pushing near 30 this week which is warm for us in that's the uk fine. which is that's just, perfect yeah that's probably like fairly mid for you uh, it's probably september will probably be probably be a bit cooler but mm. hopefully it'll be dry yeah. are you going on holiday to london or are you just holiday yeah awesome have you been um, to london before or england i did years ago um when yeah years ago now and i was there for about three no more than three days like a week okay a week or two i stayed in i remember i stayed at this like hostel in um no idea where it was near russell square okay i don't know london that well oh, okay. to be honest but somewhere yeah. I just remember Russell Square and I, I could walk to Oxford Street and that's all I remember about that. Oh, okay. But it was really lovely. Um, but I don't remember much. Like, I'm just like, what what did I do? I don't remember. I didn't see Buckingham Palace. So when I go back, I'm going to go see that. Um, Tower of London, like all the touristy You go to the touristy things, yeah. There's some yeah. amazing food places over there as well. So, mm. yeah. Definitely, I'm going to have like a Sunday roast and then just eat a lot of stuff as well. Yeah. Are you just staying in London? How long are you staying for? Um, so I'm there for about a month. Okay. So we're going to Brighton first nice. for a week, actually. Yeah. And then, and then we're going to London for the rest of the time. And then the Paris is in there as well somewhere. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Yeah, Brighton's yeah. one of our favourite places to like travel to. Like for us, we yeah. we like to go to Brighton and kind of Cornwall way. Um, mm. but yeah, Brighton's beautiful. Like. I can definitely recommend a few like coffee and food places there. Ooh, yes, please do. Yeah, please. Uh, if you were a one on the gang yarn, uh, what would you be and why? Oh, uh, if I was a one on the, I'd be the feeling good yarn. Actually, I've got some here because I was touching it to my face. Like, that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd be the feeling good yarn because I would like to think I'm squishy and soft and nice, but also I just love baby alpaca. Like. Um, it's actually my favorite, uh, what is it, uh, fiber to work with. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people ask me, like, what yarn do you like to work with? I'm just like, baby alpaca. Because it's soft, because I have pretty sensitive skin. Thank you again for everyone for watching or listening to this podcast episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. And a massive thank you again to Phoebe for finding the time to talk to me. And I really enjoyed having the conversation and getting to know her a bit more. Uh, if you haven't done so already, please make sure you follow Phoebe on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, all the links are down in the description and she's a very good watch. Here's a little bit about today's sponsor for this episode and how to get 20% off One on the Gang. Thank you again, One on the Gang, for sponsoring this episode. Join the makers revolution and get 20% off with my code knitsips 20 20% off excluding the usual kits, bundles and gift cards. This code applies to new customers and existing customers already. For full terms and conditions, go and check out the description down below. Thank you again for one of the gang for sponsoring this episode. Uh, thank you again, everyone, for watching or listening to this episode. Uh, I'll be back again next week with another episode. And until then, stay crafty.